Welcome to this episode of the Lace Covenant Podcast. I have with me Evangelist Geraldine Collins from the Greater Pentecostal Church. As we talk about the power of prayer, I want you to listen intently and to know that God hears you, He is approachable, and He is answering prayer. Let me start by telling them how I know you. So I came to Greater Pentecostal Church of God in the year 2000. And that's when I met you, Evangelist Collins. Mm -hmm. From the time I met you, you have always been a prayer warrior and a faithful, sincere woman of God. Your heart is so sweet and kind, and you've always been a person who would go out of your way to bless somebody. And those are things that I recognized in you from the time I met you. And so from that point to now, you have not changed. How many people can say that, that they've not changed? So what a blessing that is. And what a blessing you are to the ministry of Greater Mm -hmm. Pentecostal Church of God, amen. And so I want to encourage people to know that prayer continues. And Mm -hmm. we wanna talk about when you pray this Mm -hmm. evening, when you pray. So to the audience, I want them to also know that you have a live prayer ministry on Facebook. I do every Wednesday at seven o'clock. And as you pray on Facebook, um, it is a blessing to people who are able to catch that and hear you pray and hear how sincere you are before the Lord and to hear for many people to hear their names being called before God. Amen, what a blessing that is. So. We want to talk about prayer tonight. Is that okay? That's great. Amen. So um, some things come to mind during this time. Um, People have to know that God is approachable. Yes. There is so much going on in this world. Amen. That if people didn't know they could pray and talk to God, I feel like they would be in such a a state of mind that they would feel hopeless. Yes. But we serve a God who hears us. And so one scripture that comes to mind is Hebrews 11 and six. Mm -hmm. In that scripture, the Bible says, without faith, it is impossible to please God. But he that cometh to God must believe that he is. And that he is a rewarder of those that diligently seek him. Amen. And so when you think about rewarder in that particular instance of scripture, we're talking about the God who does you well. Amen. The God who blesses you. Right. Amen. Amen. And so you and I spoke uh, before about how sometimes people can be imbalanced. So there's this view of God on one end of the spectrum where 
people are not taught the healthy, respectful fear of God, but yes. they're taught about a God who is sitting somewhere waiting to put the hammer down and punish. Amen. Amen. And so they don't feel they can approach God, right? Amen. That's right. And then on the other end, you have people who believe that God never uh, visits us concerning our sins, that God never corrects us, that anything is fine in the eyes of God. Uh -huh. They don't see a need to bend their knees and talk to God. Amen. So how would you, Evangelist Collins, encourage people to be confident or comfortable in approaching God and to know that it's necessary in this hour? Amen. First of all, that's a great question, Dr. Cannon. First of all, I would say we need to recognize that God is our father uh, and he loves us unconditionally. Uh, no matter what we do, we cannot make him love us anymore or no matter what we do, we can't make him love us any less. But he's a loving father. Just as we would go to our earthly father and commune and talk to him, that's the same way that we would talk to our heavenly father. And I think once we realize who God is and uh, uh, to recognize that he really, he really loves us, and he's concerned about everything that concerns us. Mm -hmm. And we have, uh, we have the uh, ability to go before his throne of grace. I believe it's in Hebrews, the fourth chapter. It said to come boldly before the throne of grace that we may obtain mercy and find grace to help us in the time of need. So we have to really just realize who God really is and that He's not a God sitting on a throne with a big stick ready to whop us when we don't do uh, what we feel is what uh, we feel displeases him. And uh, we also must realize that God is a God, not only of mercy, but God is a God that that uh, that punishes. Amen. When we don't do right, God punishes and we have a, we have consequences to pay when we don't obey God and we break his commandments. So we really need to ask God to help us find that, 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 that balance there, mm -hmm, mm -hmm. Uh, that happy medium where we won't be all the way on one side and, and just lopsided in this, uh, in this, uh, in our understanding of who God is. And when we uh, recognize that, God is our father and we wouldn't feel uncomfortable going to our earthly father. You wouldn't feel uh, uncomfortable to ask your father uh, for whatever it is that you need. And that's the way it is with God. We must uh, recognize who he really is and honor him and fear him who, for who he is. Mm -hmm. I like what you said. Um that word balance, we need a balanced view of God. Mm -hmm. We serve a God, we need to know on both ends of the spectrum. We serve a God who has both goodness and severity. Amen. And so we come to him with our praise and adoration. Mm -hmm. 
Pray when you have a petition. Mm -hmm. Pray when you need to repent. Yes. Pray when you need to be healed, right? Mm -hmm. Because we come before a God who is both great and, and good and is also severe. And, and even in yes. his severity, mm -hmm. he, is, he is showing his love. Amen. Right? Amen. Mm -hmm. in, in and in correcting us. Go ahead. I remember uh, Bishop Clifton Jones said something that stuck with me. And he said, praying will keep you from sinning and sinning will keep you from praying. Amen. So sometimes it's because we are not ready to commit to a, a holy lifestyle. We're not really, really ready to uh, live the life that God is calling for. So when we do wrong, we feel like we cannot approach God. It's almost like, um, it's like uh, Adam and Eve, mm -hmm. when they sinned in the garden, they hid themselves. So we kind of uh, withdraw from God when we are in sin. Mm -hmm. But if we pray and uh, just confess our sins, I believe it's 1 John 1 and 9 said, if we confess our sins, he's faithful and just to forgive us of our sins and cleanse us from all unrighteousness. Mm -hmm. Amen. Amen. I'm glad you used Adam and Eve as an example because when they sinned, and God evicted them from the garden. Mm -hmm. We see that as his severity, right? Amen. But had he not separated them from the tree of life after their sin, they would have been in that condition for eternity. Amen. And that means the creation of God that he created out of love and because he wanted relationship and fellowship with, Yes. He would have been separated throughout eternity. Amen. So in his goodness, he mm -hmm. evicted them from the garden. Yes. So that's a really good example. I'm glad you brought them up because that shows both his goodness and his severity. And his, amen. Mm -hmm. Amen. Um, let me also ask you, we talked about that you have a ministry a prayer ministry mm -hmm. that is live on facebook mm -hmm. tell us what led you encouraged you to begin that live facebook prayer ministry well god began to deal with me about doing a facebook live and i had such a fear i was terrified i had never ever did a Facebook Live. So I got an invitation by a pastor to come and give my testimony. And she does a Facebook Live. So I, and I have to back it up. Uh, early, uh, late last year, the Lord, right after the pandemic, I was on a virtual, I was in a virtual conference and the teacher was, I mean, she was preaching, she was exalt, she was exhorting and just encouraging us to do all that we could for God. Just be all that you can be. And I looked down on my skirt that I was wearing and on the hem of my skirt was stitched, no excuses. And I felt the presence of God just 
filled the room and I began to weep before God because I knew that I had made many, many, many excuses not to do what God had been urging, uh, uh, nudging me to do. So God began to deal with me about coming on doing a live on prayer. And one morning, I guess it was around three in the morning, the Lord woke me up. He said, get up and pray. And I want you to do a face, I want you to do a live prayer. And I want you to call it a glimpse of my devotion. And I did, I didn't show my face or anything. It was dark in the room, but I just began to do what I normally do at three in the morning or whatever time God's wake, God wakes me up. So from there, the Lord just kind of built my courage to go ahead and set a day. He gave me a day, he gave me a time and he just encouraged me to, to do it. He said, so many people need you to pray. So many people need prayer and they don't know how to pray. They can't pray for themselves. So I just had a burden for people that couldn't pray for themselves. And as you stated, the world is in such a terrible state. Uh, people are dying without God. And it, it just burdened me. I had such a burden for uh, the people of God just to pray, pray. And, and God let me know, he said, whatever you do is going to start with prayer. Wherever your ministry takes you is going to start with prayer. Mm -hmm. So I, this, I, I realized that I couldn't, I couldn't run from God. I couldn't uh, hide from God. Uh, somebody said your, your arms are too short to box with God. And I wanna say your legs are too short to run from God. So God will not let you have rest. He won't let you have rest when it's something that he wants you to do. So I feel, I feel peaceful. I feel like I am doing what the Lord, you know, ordained for me to do. And I, I, at first I was very uncomfortable because the, this platform, I had never done this before. And I was just, I'm just not a person to speak out or like to be out front. Mm -hmm. So the first, uh, I would say the first month, I was really kind of nervous. I was really nervous about it. And, uh, but I, I, I was determined to be obedient. Mm -hmm. And the more I obeyed God, I began to be a little more comfortable. So now Wednesdays at seven, that's my favorite. That's my favorite day of the week. That's my favorite time of the day to meet with God, with the people of God. And I, I just, that's how it, that's how it all started. Amen. It's really something how, when we have some reservation about what God wants us to do, once we obey him, mm -hmm. we find out there's no better place. No better place. No better place than to be in the middle of his will. Amen. Amen. And we know that in the presence of God, when we're doing what he said do, his presence and his anointing is there. Amen. There is nothing in this world that can compare with the anointing of God. Amen. It's nothing, not a career move, not money, not relationships. Nothing compares 
to being in that place in the presence of God. Amen. And, and um, I have to add how effective your prayer is. Amen. God really blesses when you pray because you pray in sincerity and in faith. Mm-hmm. And that takes me to um, recall how in Matthew, the sixth chapter, um, the disciples asked the Lord, Lord, teach us to pray, right? Yes. yes. Um, we have so many people who don't believe they're able to pray, especially any lengthy prayer. Um, many people can say, Lord, bless this day or Lord, keep us safe or, you know, something that they believe is the best they can do. Right. right. Mm-hmm. Um, but as we know from what the Lord taught the disciples, mm-hmm. it is possible to go into prayer and be in prayer and time goes so quickly. So right. to those of us that are seasoned in prayer, an hour is not even long enough. Amen. Right? That's right. But what he gave them was the model prayer. Yes. He said, when you pray, pray like this. People yes. take that to be the prayer, but it's prayer. actually a model. It's a model prayer. It's a model prayer. And so he took them through a structure. Mm-hmm. He taught them how to come before Lord, the Lord, how to acknowledge him as our father, how to lift up his name, mm-hmm. um, how to give him the honor that is due to his name, yeah. how to ask for his will to be done on earth. And, mm-hmm. and when, when we finish going through that prayer, that model yes. of prayer, yes, you find that you have more to pray about than you thought you did. That's right, Dr. Cannon. And when we pray the model prayer, if we, we follow the outline that God has laid for us to pray, we will find ourselves in the presence of God. Yes. And when you're in the presence of God, time does not matter. Mm-hmm. Uh, you, can, you can be in the presence of God for hours and not realize that you've been there that long. But I, I, I very well remember as a young saint, uh, I was invited to Saturday evening prayer at uh, Pentecostal Church of God where uh, Prophetess Coleman's parents were, were uh, pastors. And I was invited to that prayer. And when I got there, they were praying, the saints were praying and they were praying and they were praying and they were praying. I began to look at them, I said, Wow, how in the world can anybody pray this long? You know, and I was just so, because I was a baby saint. I didn't know how to pray. I didn't know what to say. I mean, I said what I had to say and I was about ready to go home. But as I walked with the Lord and I learned, amen, prayer is a, I want to say, a learned behavior. You learn to pray. We don't know how to pray. Um, the Bible says that we don't know how to pray as we ought, mm-hmm. but the spirit makes intercession for us with groanings and moanings that cannot be uttered of man. So as we walk with the Lord and we, uh, we commune with him, God teaches us how to pray. Just as he taught the disciples to pray, he teaches us how to pray. He teaches us how, how to approach him. Uh, as the model prayer, 
our father. You acknowledge you are our father and you are in heaven. You're my heavenly father. And just to worship him and to praise him, honor him, give him glory. It would take just a half an hour. I mean, more than that to give him honor and glory and to worship him for who he is. Mm -hmm. It's a joy. It's a joy in prayer, but prayer, prayer is an act of humility. We must humble ourselves to pray. Mm -hmm. When we get up in the morning, flesh doesn't want to pray. Right. Flesh doesn't want to, flesh really wants to go back to sleep. Right. But we have to say, no, I'm going to humble myself and pray. So it's a, it's a great, great act of humility to seek the Lord in prayer. And uh, it's just, a, it's just, it's been amazing. I've seen God do so many uh, great things for me in my prayer life. And, and I've been saved, uh, I wanna say 40, 42 years since uh, 1978, actually 43 years I've been saved. I, I've seen God take me from one level to the next in my prayer life. And I I, I don't uh, say I'm the greatest prayer, but I I thank God for teaching me how to to pray and to uh, not see prayer as a struggle, Mm -hmm. as a a, a hard job. I mean, there is, prayer is work. Uh, I, I don't mean to say that, but just to to be able to pray and reach the throne of God. That's what's so important. Yes. We, can spend, we can spend 20 minutes in prayer and reach the throne of God. We can spend two hours in prayer. So it's really not a time limit. Some people feel if I pray, I'm gonna watch the clock. I'm gonna get down at seven o'clock and I'm gonna get up at exactly eight o'clock. So the time is not that uh, important of a factor, not how long we pray doesn't make it effective or how short we pray doesn't make it ineffective. Mm-hmm. It's when it comes from the heart, uh, sometimes we are so wordy. We have lots of words to bring before God, uh, to say to God. But sometimes it's just the, it's just the, it's the moan. It's the groan. It's it's the expression of your heart. If it's sincere, what 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 comes from your heart reaches the heart of God. Mm-hmm. So we we have to realize that it's not how long we pray or how short our prayer is. It's it's the uh, fact that we are sincere. Amen. We are in, we are sincere in our praying. Mm-hmm. Amen. Amen. I like what you said. Sometimes it's in the moan. Mm-hmm. Sometimes it's in the things we cannot even find words for. Amen. And we groan before God. Yes. And when we groan before God and he interprets our groaning. Yes. He will respond as if we said the words. Amen. Right. Yeah. So just like you said, it's not always the the, the wordiness. Mm-hmm. It is about how we are communicating with God. That's right. How he is hearing us and how mm-hmm. we are hearing him. 
Amen. Amen. I know that the Bible says the Holy Ghost. We don't know mm -hmm. sometimes what to pray or how to pray for it, right? That's right. That's but right. The Holy Ghost will make intercession for us yes. with groanings that cannot be uttered. Amen. Sometimes that means moving into the Holy Spirit and praying in tongues. Yes. Sometimes that means the Holy Spirit giving us revelation about what to say. Yes, yes. Because I've heard, I've had the Holy Ghost speaking to my spirit exactly what to pray. Amen. And what the Holy Ghost was giving me was the will of God so that my prayer would be in agreement with God. With God. And then That's when right. you pray in agreement with God, you watch him do just what yeah. you ask because ask he's already in agreement. Amen. Amen. And, and, Amen. and we know that the Bible says the effectual, fervent, fervent prayer of the righteous availeth, availeth much. much. That means it makes much power available. That's right. And if there's ever a time we need power available, the power of God mm -hmm. to be available to us, that is right now. Amen. And, and one of my favorite scriptures, Dr. Cannon, is the righteous cry. Mm, yes. And the Lord heareth and deliver them out of all their troubles. Yes. Amen. It's like a mother that knows the cry of her baby. She knows when her baby is, 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 is hungry. She knows when her baby is, is sick. She knows... There's a cry and she knows when her baby just spoiled and want to be picked up. But there's a cry that will get that mother up out of her bed to go and see about that baby. And that's the way God is. God hears our cry. Mm -hmm. He hears the, the, the cry of our heart. Yes. And God knows whether we're able to ever put it into word. God knows what our cry what it means, yes. you know, and, and, and I, I just, it's just so much can be said of, about that, but I'm going to let you go on. You can continue with what <laughs> you're saying. I, I enjoy hearing you talk about prayer and yes. how God responds to us. Yes. We are so on the mind of God. Yes. We are more on the mind of God than what many people realize. Some people feel overlooked by God. Mm -hmm. Some people feel that God does not see them in their right. suffering. Some people feel that some people feel they can't talk to God. Yes. But just like you said, God, just like a mother would hear the moan of her child and be able yeah. to interpret it. That's right. God knows uh, our right. hurts. He knows yeah. our petitions. Mm -hmm. He hears us mm -hmm. with that kind of love. Yes. Amen. And I remember Amen. the faith of home. I remember Pastor Joshua, Pastor Ernestine Joshua, Evangelist Carrie Bruner, great, great women of prayer, and they taught us to pray. And, and as I said earlier, they weren't very wordy. You know, we have so many words, and I, don't get me wrong, I don't think there's anything with being wordy with God. We can, we can express ourselves to God. But they would just, they would give them, oh, Lord, oh, Lord, Jesus, Jesus, yes. oh, Lord. That, that, 
the anointing. Oh, yes. God, they would summon the presence of God just from that moan, just mm. from that cry. So, you know, we just have to realize that, that it's all in being sincere, being open, your heart open to God. Yes. And knowing that God, when we, when we have the confidence, when we pray according, what the word said, when we pray according to his will, we have the confidence that he hears us. us. Yes. So when we pray according to the will of God, we are not praying for uh, material things. We're not, and there's nothing wrong with asking God for what you need. Mm -hmm. But when we pray the will of God, and I believe the model prayer, it says, uh, thy will be done mm -hmm. on earth as it is in heaven. And That's then right. we begin to pray. God, even during this time that God, let your will be done. Mm -hmm. Let your will be done in the earth as it is in heaven. Mm -hmm. So when we pray that, we have the confidence that God hears us. Yes. Amen. Amen. And we also have the confidence when we pray like that, we have the confidence that nothing will hinder. Yes. Because when we say, let your will be done on earth, even as it is in heaven, mm -hmm. there is nothing stopping the will of God in heaven. Nothing. There is nothing that is interfering or hindering what God says. It just is. That's right. And so when we pray like that, we can know that nothing will stop the will of God from being done, that yeah. it will come to pass. Because it is his will. So we Amen. begin to pray down barriers when we talk to God like that. Lord, let your will be done. Yeah. It's your will to heal and to deliver and to save. Yeah. Lord, Even, it's your will to keep us. Yeah. It's your will, oh God, to turn Amen. the adversary back. It's yes. your will. And when we, when we begin to pray like that, we see Glory. the move of God. Amen. And Even he's when ready we... to bless. That's right. Mm -hmm. And Dr. Cannon, even when we are grieving, when we've lost loved ones, yes. I, my, my, my favorite scripture is, um, you said to give thanks and God said to give thanks in all things. Oh, thanks. This is the will of God concerning you, mm -hmm. you know, and to, to not say give thanks for all things, but to give thanks for all things. Mm -hmm. We want God, I said, God, this is your will. We, we've uh, received uh, quite a bit of uh, sad news today. Right. And I said, God, I just feel like laying on my bed, laying on my back, on my bed, just looking at the ceiling. I, I, I mean, I was just that... Uh, hurt by the news that I received today yes. and and but then I thought about the scripture said in all things give thanks but this is the will of God concerning you and I said Lord I bow under your mighty hand I submit to your will this is your will yes this is your will this was your will for my sister that passed on today yes this was your will so we can't, we, it's nothing we can do with the will of God, mm -hmm. but obey. Amen. 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 I was thinking along those very same lines two days ago. 
when I heard about the passing of another person and the Lord, a song rose up that, that just re really reminded me about the power of God. Mm -hmm. What a mighty God we serve. Yes. Yes. Thinking about that person no longer being here. What a mighty God we serve because our times and our seasons are in the hand of God. Oh, and what a mighty God we serve that he is sovereign enough yes. to move us from one season to the next to say yeah. when we enter this world and when we leave it. That's right. What a mighty God he is. And so I had to worship him in his might. Hallelujah. Even though I didn't understand, or, or let me say, even though it would not have been my choice mm -hmm. to worship God in his might and to acknowledge him yes. helps us move to a place of being able to honor him in all things. Amen. 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 And let me ask you this question, and then I'm going to ask you to pray after this. Okay. okay. There have been some miracles mm -hmm. in your Wednesday night prayer. People have testified yeah. about the things that God has done. Tell us about a few of those miracles and I testimonies. Sure will. I will, Dr. Cannon. Um, it was two Wednesdays ago. Yes, two Wednesdays ago, two weeks ago. My phone started ringing and it was miracle after miracle. My sister's goddaughter had been coming on my on the prayer line from the time I believe I started. She would come on and, and she would ask for prayer. She was suffering from a fibroid and a cyst, I believe, on her ovaries. Mm -hmm. And she asked if I would pray and I would pray every Wednesday, I would call her name, I'll pray for her. So she texted me and she said, the doctors, uh, my, my primary doctor will not permit the surgery. He said, my blood pressure and my heart rate is too low. He will not uh, allow the surgery. But she was in so much pain. And I believe she had fluid. There was a uh, fluid leaking. And she had a CAT scan done that Thursday before we came on the prayer line. She did, she had a CAT scan done and the, the fibroid and the cyst had grown. They had, they had gotten bigger. And she went to her gynecologist and the gynecologist said, I'm going in, I'm gonna operate. I don't, I'm not, I'm not concerned about what your primary doctor said. She went against his will and she went ahead and operated. And when she operated, uh, my, uh, I mean, my sister's goddaughter was in recovery. She came in and told her and her mom, we went in when we could not find anything. They did not see anything at all. Mm -hmm. So she said, I know that God did this. Amen. So God is 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 working miracles, and on that same day, my um, my sister in law had been hospitalized for the last four days before, and 
she was so weak. She couldn't walk. She couldn't move her hands. I called her. She was on my mind that Saturday morning. And when I picked up my phone, I noticed that she had texted me. So I said, God, this is not a coincidence that I would think about her and she would text me at the same time. So I called her and I could barely recognize her voice. She was so weak. She said, I have been here for four days. I'm in the hospital. I've been here for four days. She said, I can't walk. I can't move my hands. So I couldn't get very much out of her because she was so weak. So I, I, I prayed with her. I knew that that's what God wanted me to do was to pray with her. So I prayed with her. And the next day I called her, she said, I can move my hands, but I can't walk. I said, why are they saying you can't walk? She said, the doctor said I had a really hard time. They almost lost me yesterday. And that was the day that I called her. God had put her on my heart to call her. So sometimes when God put people on your heart, it's not for you to call, it's for you to go into prayer. But I knew that God wanted me to talk to her. So anyway, I prayed with her again and I called her the next day. And she answered the phone and she said, hello. I almost didn't recognize, I thought I had the wrong number. I said, well, how are you? She said, I am doing fine. She said, I can move my hands, I can walk. She said, I'm on my way home. So God is just doing some great things and, and he's setting his approval on this Wednesday night prayer. And I thank God for it. There's, a, there's a, another testimony. A young lady called me and her husband was in uh, DePaul Hospital having a CAT scan for prostate issues. So she said, they see a growth. So would you pray? And we had prayer on the phone, not a long prayer, just a little short prayer on the phone. And she called me the next day and she said, Miss Collins, they didn't see anything. They, they did the CAT scan and they did not see anything. So God is still working miracles and he wants us to tell of his goodness. Yes. He, want, he told me, he said, let the people testify. So that next Wednesday, the young lady that had the surgery, she was in a lot of pain, but she was on the, on the line giving glory to God. Uh, and the other young lady, she gave me permission to share her testimony. My sister-in-law uh, gave me permission as well. But God wants us to trust him. Yeah. His power has not changed. No. His power to heal has not diminished. God is still working miracles. Yes, he is. We, all God wants us to do is trust him, believe him, stand on his word. And, and watch God. So those are just a few of the things that God has done. He's done so much for me. I don't want to start testifying about what he's been doing for me, but God is good. Amen. I, I want to leave this testimony, my personal testimony. I had a car accident. I believe it was in April, may have been in March. Mm -hmm. But thank God I was not hurt, but it was my fault. It was, I mean, I was 100% in the wrong. I made a, a turn and, 
and uh, I was hit. And I was concerned about my insurance going up. Mm. And I asked one of my friends, I say, pray for me that my insurance premium doesn't go up. And I didn't think any more about it. Mm -hmm. So I got a text and I looked at the text. They were making my automatic deduction for my insurance premium. And lo and behold, my insurance went down <laughs> instead of going up. I oh say, whoever heard of whoever heard of your insurance premium decreasing right. when you had an accident was your fault? I mean, it was totally my fault. And I was just so afraid that my insurance was going to go up. But God gave me favor. And it wasn't just a little bit. They brought it down uh, a very, very nice amount. Amen. So I thank God for that. Amen. God is good. Yeah. I'm yes, so glad is. God blessed you in that car that I really, really like. That's my car. <laughs> Amen. Amen. Thank God for that. Well, I want to ask you, Evangelist Collins, if you would take some time and pray for our audience. There's somebody who's going to hear this who doesn't know they can approach God. Um, there's somebody who's going to hear this who um, does not uh understand what's going on in this world and that that God is still on the throne um, yeah. there are some people who need miracles and need to know that God is still moving would you Amen. pray for the audience please I will let us pray father God it's in Jesus name that we come before you this evening and God we come with repentant hearts we come God asking you to forgive us from all our sins forgive us Lord God for everything that has not pleased you, Lord God. And Lord, we just come lifting up, oh God, your people, Lord God. Many are, oh God, desiring prayer. Many are in the need of prayer and they are not able to pray for themselves. Many, oh God, have been discouraged in their prayer lives. But God, I pray in the name of Jesus, Lord God, that you would increase their faith, God increase their prayer life, Lord. Lord, I pray, God, that you would cause them to look to you in spite of what's going on around them. Lord, I pray, oh God, that they will look to you and they will put their trust in you, put their trust in your word, Lord God. But God, you said in your word that you would, that men everywhere would pray, lifting holy hands before you without wrath or doubting. And Lord, I pray in the name of Jesus, Lord God, that you will cause a spirit of prayer. Oh God, cause a spirit of repentance, oh God, to come upon your people in the name of Jesus. God, I pray that you would cause us, oh God, to realize, oh God, if there's ever been a time to pray, Lord God, we need to pray in this hour. Lord God, we need to seek you as never before. And Lord, I pray in the name of Jesus, Lord God, that whoever Oh God, will listen to this podcast, Lord God, will be encouraged in their prayer life. Lord God, they will be encouraged to seek you as never before in the name of Jesus. For God, you said in your word that men ought to always pray and not faint. And Lord God, you said to be instant in prayer. Lord God, you said to pray without ceasing. And oh God, I pray that you give us a spirit of prayer. Oh God, give us a mind to call upon your name, Lord God. But Lord God, we know that your name is a strong tower and the righteous run into it and we're safe. 
And God, we just thank you today, oh God, for what you're doing. We thank you, oh God, for what you've already done, Lord God. And we thank you, Lord God, for what you're going to do. And Lord, we pray in the name of Jesus, Lord God, that you be glorified in all that we do and all that we say, Lord God. We pray that you get the glory. In the name of Jesus, I pray for Dr. Cannon. Lord, I pray for her ministry. I pray, oh God, that you will increase, Lord God. I pray, oh God, that your anointing will, oh God, just rest up on her ministry in the name of Jesus. I pray, oh God, that you will give her direction, give her instruction, Lord God. Hallelujah. Show her what you would have her to do, Lord, in the name of Jesus. And God, we thank you for this time, oh God, that we've had to come before you and just to commune with you, Lord God just to be in your presence, oh God. And Lord, we thank you, oh God, that you've given us, Lord God, a free will. You've given us the will, oh God, to choose good and evil. And Lord, we thank you that we've chosen the good part. Lord God, we've chosen to sit in your presence. We've chosen, oh God, to sit at your feet. And Lord, I pray that you will bless your people, bless your people near and far in the name of Jesus. And God, we give you praise, we give you glory, and we give you honor in Jesus' name. Amen and amen. Amen. Thank you, Lord, Jesus. I ask you in the name of Jesus yes, God. to continue to rest upon Evangelist yes. Collins. Yes, Lord, God. I thank you for her sincerity and for her faithfulness in coming before you. And I yes, thank Lord. you, Lord, for her unselfish prayer. Lord, how she calls out the names of those who need you. Lord, how she labors in your presence that somebody else can be healed, that somebody can be delivered, that somebody can be saved. Lord, I ask you in the name of Jesus that, Lord, you would hear the cries of her heart for her own children. For her own needs, for her own desires and petitions. Lord, as much as she blesses people by coming before your throne, I ask you, oh God, Lord, to move in her life in the name of Jesus. Lord, we bind the hand of the enemy. We send him back to where he came from in Jesus' name. We pray a covering over her and everything concerning her, everything connected to her, oh God, we lift up before you. And Lord, we ask you to continue to have your way in her life. And Lord, we pray in agreement in this very hour because there is so much going on in the world. We pray in agreement, Lord God, that you would bless the hearts, oh God, of those who are grieving. Bless the bereaved in this hour. Lord, bless the bewildered in this hour. Lord, we pray you would strengthen your people. And we pray that as a nation, we would return to you. Lord, we pray that with our voices, we would call on your name and give you the glory, making our petitions before you and coming to ask that, Lord, with pure hearts and clean hands, you would receive our prayers. We give you all of the glory tonight, Lord God. For you are good and you have not moved from your throne. We yes, thank God. you for it all, oh God. Jesus. In Jesus' name we pray. Amen. 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 Amen.
Glory to your name. Thank you so much, Evangelist Collins. I just want to remind the audience that on Wednesday nights at seven o'clock on Facebook, Evangelist Geraldine Collins is praying live. And I encourage you to find that prayer on Facebook and to listen and to participate and to expect that God hears prayer. In the name of Jesus, be blessed. Thank you so much, Evangelist Collins. It's Thank been a for blessing having you. Thank you for having me, Dr. Cannon. Amen. Amen. Have a blessed night. God bless you. You as well. Amen.